You're listening to GGR Pirate Radio. Don't be a juice bag. This is called Pirate Radio. Before we get started, does anyone want to get out? You run around this city like it's your damn shooting gallery. Yeah, what do you do? What do you do? You act like it's a playground. You beat up the bullies with your fists. You throw them in jail. Everybody calls you a hero, right? And then a month, a week, a day later, you're back on the streets doing the yeah. same goddamn so, thing. So you just put him in the morgue. You goddamn right, I do. One chooses to walk the way of the Mandalore. You are both hunter and prey. This is the way. This is the way. The Force will be with you. Always. Be bold. Be brave. Courageous. Black alert. This is called Pilot Radio. We a refuge for great geeks, cause round here we don't get geek. We don't care for the hate speech. That's why we ain't mainstream. So we linked up on the same team. No heights we can't reach. We are fan, we're hearts true. If you feel the same, sing along too. Say great geek, great geek, refuge, refuge, great geek, great geek, refuge, refuge. Don't be a juice bag, cause round here we don't do that. Don't be a juice bag, cause round here we don't do that. It's like, yeah, no, action news. And now, your host, Mike Luxford. I'm totally gonna use that, too. <laughs> Hello, friends, and welcome to another episode of At The Diner, the flagship podcast here on the Great Geek Refuge. My name is Mike Lunsford. I am the editor-in-chief of our website. It's greatgeekrefuge.com. Lots of great articles, lots of great podcasts, lots of wonderful things for your listening and reading pleasure. For today's episode, we are talking about the, I would say, smash hit, arguably. Like, it's been really, really popular across the web. Everybody's been talking about it. Um, there have been some amazing reactions to it so far. It is The Last of Us, which it's... Like, just shout out to Pedro Pascal and the fact that this dude just keeps getting awesome parts to play. The guy's an amazing actor. We're going to be talking about that today. Um, let's talk about who's going to be on the show. Well, you already know two of them because they're on every episode of At The Diner. Um, starting with our most tenured member and also the hardest working man in the podcast business because he's got like nine different shows that he's doing right now. Uh, he's also an amazingly talented musician as well. You can check out his stuff on Bandcamp. His name is MC Brooks. Today I learned that the gorillas and Powerpuff Girls exist in the same universe. Nice. What? Yes. Why have we not had a collaborative song from the gorillas and the Powerpuff Girls? Excellent question. No, I yeah. think Powerpuff Girls aren't musicians. Yeah, that is that too. But the gorillas have a tour uh, that's been advertised in the show and in the movie of the Powerpuff Ooh. Girls, making them canon. I love a shared universe. Always One of my favorite things. Always a good thing. In co-host seat number two, he is a wonderfully talented visual artist. He is also blessed with the gift of gab and incredibly knowledgeable about all things comic books, movies, video games, so much so that we have named him The Professor. His name is James Rambo. They make fruity pebbles with marshmallows on You wouldn't all. think that would be a thing that was needed, but then once you have it, you're like, okay, yeah. now I get it. Yeah. Hashtag oh, yeah. I Good. Hashtag things I did need to hear before I go to the grocery store after this. Oh, I started my day with a <laughs> bowl of that with chocolate milk. So with chocolate, uh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> yeah, I love my best life. Isn't adulthood great? Yeah, yeah. it, it awesome. is. Oh my it really god, is. It truly is. <laughs> 
our special guest for this week um, is, you know, it's not even fair, and I feel bad because I didn't do the research on this, Amani. Um, Amani Person is our guest, but what we're going to do is instead of me being like, here, let me give her all her accolades and how wonderful and fantastic she is, I'm going to let Amani introduce herself. But let me just say, if you're not subscribed to the Patreon, you totally should be because you get to hear Amani uh, talk about wrestling, talk about Velma, talk about all sorts of great things. So give us $5. That's all we ask. And you can hear Amani uh, talk about these wonderful things. Amani, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you for having me. I'm so excited. Of course. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, For those who can't see um the video that we got going on she has wonderfully adorable headphones that have kitty ears on them always a win you can't go wrong with those but yeah tell us tell us a little bit about yourself Amani. yeah um i am uh, a nerd by birth um both of my parents are super dorks they both speak klingon my baby sister's middle name is from deep space nine it, i was i was amazing. i was raised this way um yeah, uh, movies, comics, video games, cartoons, all that. It's it's my whole brain. And when I meet people who don't do any of that, I'm like, what do you mean? What do you? Hmm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm happy to be here. <laughs> we're, we're happy to have you. And in fact, what we'll do is we'll let you kick off things for us here. Um, we have you on specifically, one, because... James Rambo is not only an amazing co-host, he's also a great executive producer because he just goes out and books us some of the best guests we could possibly have. So big shout out to Mr. Rambo. Um, But Imani, from what Rambo says, if Rambo says to me, hey, bring this person on because they're going to know a lot about this topic, Mm -hmm. then you're the person you're the you're the go-to here let's talk about last of us let's talk Uh, about this this fucked up show uh, and how mad it made me because it's so good but so sad it it is so devastating um it's why i have my physical copy here is why i bought a ps3 made my mom buy a ps3 correction um but yeah i um because before this game came out i was an xbox kid like my dad bought the original Xbox back in 2001, and that was it. That's what we did. But this game, it looked so, the trailer was so good, and I, I just, I, I needed to play it. Um, and it's so excellent, and I am so happy that it has probably the best game adaptation I've ever seen. And this is after having to deal with the Halo adaptation from last year. So, <laughs> very good. Um, yeah, it's it's so good. If you haven't played it, play it. <laughs> I I want to comment on this real quick because this is how good this show is. Because mm-hmm. I never played the video game. I researched it. I remember mm-hmm. hearing about it and I was like, ooh, that's a really good twist on the zombie uh, concept. And we're going to get into all the details here in just a second. But like, you know a movie or TV show, especially a horror one is good when your Google search history is is looking up how plausible that actually is. Yeah. Like, like, yeah. Seeing all of these videos on YouTube yeah. again, we did this in 2013. So mm-hmm. now it's just happening again. It's very, yeah. it's funny. And also like not funny because the last time we were all doing this, we weren't all trapped in our houses for two years. So yeah. mm. after a plague, <laughs> after yeah. a plague, the world was a little cooler. Yeah. yeah. Like they, um, whoa, double edged sword there. Yeah, there it yeah. is. Yeah. Well done. Yeah. <laughs> it used, uh, the day, it used to be called Outbreak Day. Um, but I think in 2020, uh, Naughty Dog were like, we're moving away from that name. <laughs> and now That's it's just smart, the man. last of us day. Yeah. So it's no longer Outbreak Day. 
man like yeah that, yeah okay so a little a little like context here for those who who don't know first off if you haven't watched or played the video game and you don't want spoilers just just bail now like yep. it's cool we're not gonna yeah. we're not gonna judge you yeah just just bounce out hey go back and listen to the uh best of 2022 part two that we just did um go ahead and listen to that because uh that doesn't have any spoilers in it unless you didn't watch anything in 2022 which you know we're not judging you just or, hey maybe you haven't made time for this week's patreon episode oh or do you are you not part of the patreon it's only five bucks five dollars five dollars gets you access to like all of our cold opens you want to do that yeah and uh, oh are we doing episode. And the Christmas we, episode, yeah. Fucking yeah. 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 Christmas episode. Are we doing uh, commercials mid mid episode now? Maybe we are. Oh, love a mid roll. Love mid roll. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, listeners. This is Mike telling you about our <laughs> Patreon. Um, so they do a really, really good job with this show just from the very beginning. Because in the very mm-hmm. beginning, they set. They're like, "Hey, it's in 2003." And you're like, "All right, cool. Simpler time, sort of, but also post 9/11, so things are a little fucked up." And they do little nods to where the world is at. Yep. Like at one point when things start getting hairy and weird shit starts blowing up and, and there's helicopters and fighter jets, um, Sarah, um, Pedro Pascal's character's daughter, says specifically, is it terrorists? And I was like, if this was set in 2023, that might be a weird thing to say, but this makes a lot of sense right here. And honestly, I, I said to the fellows in the chat, I was like, I bet you everybody thought this was a terrorist thing when this was going on in in the universe, like as the world starts to devolve. Yeah. Um, yeah. On, so, um, go ahead. Sorry. No, I was, that was it. I was just going to say, so like it, it, it did a really, really good job of like world building and really like understanding where people's heads were at in yeah. 2003. Yeah. And mm-hmm. uh, that is probably when I knew I was like, oh, OK, we're going to be OK, because that's a change. They roll it back 10 years because the game Outbreak Day is in 2013. So they rolled it back 10 years, which is crazy because I was 12 in 2003. It, mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I was like, oh, oh, this is much worse. Great. Um, but uh, before we get into that, I do want to mention that that opening sequence where they have the interview from like what the 60s or the 70s talking about yeah. 1968 yeah these yeah. they're adding these contextual scenes yeah. that are yeah. incredible stage setters oh and yeah they're absolutely terrifying <laughs> like that was that shit was scary scary like, scary yeah. yeah that shit was yeah unsettling yeah and a couple um, of my favorite actors in that scene oh yeah that. Oh yeah, yeah. The um yeah. the 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 first doctor that spoke, if I remember correctly, isn't that the Swede from? Um... He's a Swede from Hell on Wheels. Yeah, he's oh, also yeah. the uh, he's the uh, uh, the mercenary that gets hired in Peacemaker to pose as the chief of police. Oh yeah. Oh shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah the the Hamburglar. Um, <laughs> the Hamburglar. Uh, and Another John guy. Hanna. Uh, John Hanna. God damn. Uh, as uh, uh, of, of the mummy fame. Uh, and uh, uh, Lentilis Batiatis from uh, Spartacus, which no one watched but me. But <laughs> <laughs> the show's good, god damn it. It's good. <laughs> but yeah, it was, it's fun. I'm like, I mean, when you're next to Brennan Fraser and Rachel Weiss in the mid 90s, you know, you're yeah. going to look a little rough. Yeah. But. He definitely aged the worst out of all of them. 
<laughs> he doesn't look bad. He just looks older, like oh, no. noticeably older. <laughs> I mean, he was kind of already old. Well, you know, you throw a dead fairy in there who just like ages like a fine wine. Like that dude, like. Like what's the internet term? <laughs> what is it, Zaddy? Because that's what a he zaddy. is. Because like he's got the gray and he's just like, look at me. Hello, I'm adorable. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. As tan as he was in the mummy, so I'm like, eh. That sounds vaguely racist. Um... <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm offended for him. I I'm think he's fine. But I'm like, oh, you much razzier. Yeah. Um... <laughs> See, John Hammond was born in 1962. Brandon Fraser was probably late mid 70s. Okay, so he is older. He, uh, fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Oh, yeah. He is actually oh, yeah. literally older. Than we'll let it, we'll let it slide, old yeah. man. We'll let it go. But um, yeah, rolling it back 10 years was, I think, a really smart choice because if you're, you know, our age, you have that context where it's like, oh, this was two years after 9 11. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, on top of that, if you really think about it, like, because what ends up happening is Fedra, which we don't really get a whole like a really deep explanation, which is fine. Yeah. That's another thing that I'm really enjoying about this is it wasn't focused on like balls to the wall action from the from the get go. It was yeah. a slow burn. That first episode took a while to really get where it was going, but you saw it building, mm -hmm. and they and they did a really really good job of like yeah. of, of that slow burn going into that. But like. If you were going to have a government agency become essentially like a fascist regime and take over the remnants of what happened to the United States after a massive outbreak like this, mm -hmm. what better time to do this than post 9-11? But two yeah. years after post 9-11, because then it's like it's plausible because everybody was in a fervor at that point because we were mm -hmm. all freaked the fuck out. So, like, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah. It's um, it really it just it kind of, it just recontextualizes it because um in the game it's you know we're it's 2013 and yeah. we're st it's still you know we're in this you know police state or whatever but um you don't feel it like you do when it's like oh oh this is 2003 oh yeah. no <laughs> i will say this though as a fan of uh, the show letter kenny um and a hockey fan I God, almost, I love Letter Kenny. I almost fucked myself up because it's Fedra, and I have to be careful because I have the Ferda. sticker on. Yeah. yeah, I have the sticker on my laptop. Ferda, like I want to say it all the time. Like, I gotta watch out for Ferda. Ferda, yeah, you know. Oh, Ferda plague. You, yeah. You mean, are you describing the next shirt you're making? Oh. <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> Ding. There it is. And that's how we become millionaires. Um, but uh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, and that is, uh, it's an interesting way, like, they're kind of solving the problem of you as a player going through, like, Joel's day-to-day -day and stuff like that, and, um, watching, uh, because the game, the game starts, you're with Sarah waking up, and, you know, it's nighttime and all this crap is happening, um, but to roll it back and have us spend the whole day with her, and watch things kind of escalate in the background is it's brilliant it's an inspired choice like oh yeah, god it's, fucking, it's so good there's a detail in the first episode that mm. i hadn't caught until somebody pointed it out on tiktok mm -hmm. and, and they and they mentioned it before uh the second episode had aired which and then the second episode they confirmed that they're, they're doing this as well yeah and it's it's where 
the, yes. the virus spreads. Yeah. Um, and the virus spreads uh, was spread through rain, so through flour and, and flour-based anything. Mm -hmm. There are four separate instances in the first episode where Sarah, Tommy, and Joel avoid eating flour. Yes. The first time is the pancakes. The second time, the fucking is biscuits with the, the old biscuits, lady. Yes, which, which the old lady yep. being fed the biscuits. The Holy third shit. time is the cookies, uh -huh. and the fourth is Joel forgets to bring the cake. Yep. So there are four times that they avoided getting infected. Yeah, it's and it's crazy. so yeah, subtle crazy. and simple and like. <laughs> yeah. Once you know, it adds this whole other layer to, to the rewatch. Yeah. Ah. Mm -hmm. uh, well, I gotta fucking chill this time about his, this shit. His yeah. little thing where he's like, oh, you know, I'm going keto I'm now. Like, and they're like, keto? And he's like, ah, she'll explain it later. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, no. Well, he didn't, he didn't say keto, though. He said it's Atkins. 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 That's Atkins. right. Atkins. Yeah. Which is more yeah. 2003, which is perfect. Yeah. 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 So good. Yeah. They've done a really, really good job with this show. And like, mm -hmm. they, again, I'm, I'm going to keep applauding this man because the way Pedro Pascal plays this role of, of Joel is is incredible because yeah. like you don't have he never has to come out and say why he's acting the way he is but you know mm -hmm. exactly why he's acting the way he is mm -hmm. and like when they're unloading that that truck with the oh god that was heartbreaking too that kid that yeah. stumbles into the, the quarantine zone yeah. yeah yeah and you're any he, and like they're like hey we're gonna give you a shot and you know everything's gonna be fine and and then yeah. they have to throw him in the fire and the girl the woman is like i can't do this and joel just doesn't even hesitate he's like yep yeah, fine no problem got it. Yeah. yeah and then the moment when it happens i i was like maybe maybe red just means negative maybe that's what that no. means um no. also uh that is not ada compliant like uh <laughs> you can't use colors alone to mark uh results. that's true that's um, not ada compliant <laughs> But uh, just imagine some asshole showing up the QZ with a fucking clipboard, being like, uh, "Yeah, I, uh, I need to speak to your supervisor immediately." Do you have any I mean, idea what you've second, done? The second it went off, it was like another gray one. Like I don't understand what the fuck. Everybody's the same. Nobody's sick, or everybody's sick. I don't know. Um, but no, when it went off, and she just kind of glanced at it, and like, so we're gonna give you a shot. And then we're gonna get you your favorite food. Yeah. It didn't click in the moment to me. And then you yeah. see his body, I'm like, oh no. Oh. Last meal. Yeah. 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 The the show is the show is unsettling. Mm -hmm. Um and, and really what they did, I, I love that we didn't actually see what the real zombies look like until the second episode. Because the, yeah, like... in the first episode, you got to see it a little bit with the things coming out of her mouth. But like when you saw like the actual like the the, f the clickers, I, yeah, I can't even describe yeah. it. All yeah. I'm doing is like giving myself moose antlers right now if you <laughs> on, on camera. But they grow these fucking mushroom things out of their faces, and like oh, that yeah. was that shit was unsettling. If uh, brown, yeah. if memory serves, um, I believe it's because the the. Uh, cordyceps grow up through your um, your brainstem yeah. and if someone's infected long enough it starts growing mm -hmm. out of your face it's yeah, if horrifying it's wanting, absolutely horrifying and and have it not just completely overtake their bodies yeah uh, not yet yeah 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 oh yeah mike we there's not more yet. variety coming yeah just we've seen <laughs> we've seen runners and we've seen clickers 
Yeah, and like but there was more that, coming. when they're when they're going through that building, um, and they're in the basement, and Tess like freaks out. She's like, "Oh, holy shit!" And there's that like body like plastered to the wall that has been just like completely desiccated by the fucking fungus. Yeah, like yep. that shit was unsettling too. And like, yeah, yeah. There's um, and uh, I haven't played the first one in a while, but uh, I'm just, you know it does that's not really the kind of thing that leaves your brain, um. And like there is some of that uh, in the first game, but in the second game, you get there's this level in the second game that's in a hospital, and the you go down the entire basement of the hospital is just corpses like that. It's insane and scary, and it's it's so good. Like it's so good. <laughs> yeah, it kind of reminds me of. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> I was gonna say real quick. It, it kind of reminds me of um, in Aliens when you yes. see the people like plastered to the wall because the aliens have like impregnated them and shit. It reminds me a little bit of that. Yeah, very that. Yeah. Absolutely. But the, but what's what's more all more unsettling about it is uh, in in Aliens that is a foreign substance. Here, it's just a mushroom. Yep. Everybody knows what a mushroom is. Yep. Everybody encounters yep. mushrooms on a day-to-day -day basis. You go to you go to any grocery store, you're gonna find dozens of varieties of those fucking things. Mm-mm. Not this one though. Mm -mm. Oh, and there's there, apparently there's a fucking um, there's a, 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 a what are those a, new, a nootropic? There's like a nootropic thing you can take, and one of the ingredients is cordyceps. Yeah. I'm like um, you know. No. I, I maybe not be a little too cautious but yeah. let's not roll the dice on that yeah and like like all the articles and the videos they're like you know the short answer is like probably not and that's not good enough but <laughs> not it's good not enough. no <laughs> it's like probably not but you know watch yeah, out fuck that. <laughs> yeah it's i would so Again, like I mentioned at the beginning, you know, you know, some shit sticks with you when you have to Google it to see how plausible that is, right? Yeah. Um, a lot of doctors make really, really good sense where they're saying, like, look, could this happen? Yeah, but to see something like this evolve that quickly would really be uncommon. So we're talking about thousands of thousands of thousands of years for something to be able to adapt to do something like this. First off, that's what yes. they're saying. Right, I was right, like, right, yes. yeah. But then you also get the scary shit. Where they're yeah. saying like, hey, taking out viruses and bacteria is easy because these are simple, like th they don't run on the same kind of DNA that we do. Here's the problem with mushrooms. Mushrooms and fungus have more in common with humans than they do with viruses and bacteria. Yep. And I'm like, fuck that. Yep. Like, and they're like, that's why it's hard to have fungicides because fungicides, like you're literally having to destroy human tissue in order to get rid of it. And I'm just like, this, this is fucked up. Okay, yep. now I'm not- Get out of there, get out of there. Yeah. It's time to go aggressively clean the mold from your bathroom. Oh, 100%. <laughs> and then, like, because I'm watching the show, and I'm like, all right, so it's existing in Boston. That's fine. They're in Boston. I was like, but it gets really fucking cold in Boston. And we know that fungus doesn't really do well in the cold. Ah, but that's where you're wrong. It doesn't kill it. They just lay dormant. So as soon as yep. it starts warming up again, the motherfuckers come back. And I'm just like, yep. this is fucked up. I hate this. I hate this. I need to leave. Yep. Like, yeah. I, um... Another uh, change that I, like, wasn't on board with at first, but now that I'm watching the show, I'm, like, with it, um, is the uh, the vines coming out. Like, changing the way the virus spreads into, like, a vine situation instead of, like, spores. 
Um, which, like on paper, I they saying you know it's because we don't want it's Pedro Pascal. We're not putting a gas mask on Pedro Pascal, which I get. He's beautiful, of course. Yeah, they already had to mask him once for another show he was on. Exactly, like. exactly. Um, but uh, I also think it was a strategic change because of the things that have happened in the last three years. They were like, maybe not like an aerosol. Maybe let's not do that. Yeah, it is smart. Yeah. Yeah, but um, I know they announced that change before the premiere of the first episode, and I kind of get why they did it. Like they got kind of got ahead of it because yeah. I haven't heard anyone complain. But um, I'm sure any any some people are going to complain about anything. But um, yeah, yeah, I'm I'm kind of on board with it, and like how uh, they have um, the uh, the infected act as like a hive mind, like actual fungus. I'm like, oh, that's yeah that's worse oh great and, and nailed it though didn't didn't like make some like like psycho like yeah. psycho babble techno babble where it was like nope. oh this is the plausible reason no that's how fungus works like yes. the mycelial network if you're a star trek fan which you mentioned you were before imani yep. then you know that in discovery they talk about the mycelial network and how they're able to transport themselves across space and time in a matter of minutes because of that yep. and like this makes perfect sense why you would and be it's... able to communicate yeah it's and it's just... real yes. it's real that shit is real it's... and like when that lady um i can't remember her name but like in the second episode when they go like steal her from having lunch and they're like hey we need to look at this shit because it's scary oh yeah when she that... opens up that body and she sees the the friggin oh. yeah uh. yeah and then she oh, just drops it she drops it on the ground she's like fuck and all she of this runs. she's like yeah. i'm she said uh so, so what what should we do bomb the city yeah. bomb it like I just destroy it yeah just, how, how do we fix this there's no fix there's no this. way to fix it destroy everything there's no vaccine there's no cure we're fucked i want to go be with my family you should do the same yeah let's go and just the uh the frantic pace near the end of the first episode is just it feels like when they got in the car and you're like they change the camera perspective to where you're with Sarah. That's exactly how that sequence is in the game, precisely. Mm -hmm. And I was like, "Oh my god, it's happening all over again! <laughs> this is the worst." <laughs> it's so good though. Like I, yeah, oh god, and yeah. It, it it hit me again the 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 fucking okie doke they hit you with in the game because you know. You know, like, if, if you saw any of the apps of the game, you're like, okay, so it's a guy and this young girl. Oh, yeah, all right. Yes. Cool. And so we're following Sarah. We're focused on Sarah, and we're, we keep trying, like, oh, man, this is really, this feels really dangerous, but, you know, I mean, there's the whole game ahead of us, so, like, you're not really that worried. Um, and then she dies. Yeah. And we shift back over to Joel. We're like, oh, shit, that's not yeah. the girl we were following. Yeah. I oh, started fuck. I started the game up and I was like, that's not Ellie. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh -oh. Yeah. yeah. Man, and like as a dad. Yeah. Yeah. That fucking scene where she where Sarah's got oh my god, that was that like was rough. again, out, uh, Pedro Pascal just out here doing the Lord's work, man. Like just uh, like shout that out to was, Nico Parker. Yeah. Breaking yeah. our hearts in one episode. Yeah, it, just, uh, just yeah. so well acted. Uh, yeah, good man. I was gonna say, I I will say that is the one thing because I echo pretty much all this uh, everything you all have said. If I if I did have one issue with anything in the show, it's playing into that trope of the black person dying first. 
They cast. They cast. They cast. They cast it. I see it and I get it, but I. That's. It, that's the only for me. That's the that's the only thing because we talked about this when we talked about uh, when we reviewed Dune and what happened to all the people of color. See Dune, Dune. I, I'm with you. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> but I hate Dune. We talked. So we, talked whole... we talked. Yeah, we talked about it for when we did that. So I was just kind of like, I feel like I kind of knew because like I, I like very briefly played The Last of Us when it like when it came out, but that was like a decade ago, and I literally do not remember it. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much that's pretty much the only the only thing that I had uh, issue I had. But I also understand too that like narratively, like it's also what had to happen for the story. Yeah, that's just, that's just how it is in the game. Yeah, and it, it just just to set up everything that is going to happen inevitably for the remainder of it. Yeah. Okay. Um, I feel like the problem. It's not a problem, obviously, but I feel like that's more of just a larger hollywood thing oh, than a last of us thing but yeah. you know no, i don't think they i don't think it was done intentionally i don't think they no, were no. thinking to do that nico parker's out like she was fucking great she <laughs> nailed never it so, never so won at all it was just Devastating. like it was like i think it's just one of those it's, it's unintentional but it's still like a thing to be like damn sucks that that had to happen here too yeah 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 gotcha. uh, so and cool. the and the way she like i loved the relationship between her and joel um, so good. where she was like, um, I got your watch fixed. Um, I actually stole 20 bucks from you to do yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, could have stole 60, but I also <laughs> 20. Like it was, I, yeah. I loved that. And that like, she got him. I don't even know what, what the movie was that she got him. Oh, uh, uh, it's a, it's a game reference. It's, it's a game reference. Yeah. It's yeah. Cause in, um, Viper? In the, Viper? something uh, like that. That's yeah. Something too. That's I remember in the that. second game. I think he's got cry Viper or something. Yeah. Yeah. And he yeah, was like, Oh, with like the that. deleted scenes too. Yeah. He was excited yeah. about that. Yeah. In the second game. Um, that's something that plays out in dialogue. Um, I'm trying not to. What, reveal too much here um but it, in it the, plays in the first one when they're in the wall mm -mm. i don't think so about, are they talking about a different movie no i think they, they might be but joel's okay. love of movies um it, it's more of a talking point in the second one yeah. that's what I'll, yes yeah so i was really excited to see that and then immediately sad <laughs> Oh yeah, there's every there's every little thing they Kurt, include. I'm like, oh, oh. It's called Curtis and Viper Two. Yes, that's what it is. His favorite because he loves cheesy eighty movies. There's yes. a yeah. There's definitely a scene when they're in the in the first game when they're in the mall and they walk by a movie theater and Ellie says something about either either Ellie says something about it first or Joel's like, yeah. <laughs> I think that's what it is. Like this is what this is. It's just like well, I don't. What is this? What's going on? Yeah. <laughs> It's one of the two Joel misses movies and coffee. That's what he misses. <laughs> um, That's fair. It uh, it's so good. And I uh, since we started talking about um, the other references, um, I know I saw it online. A lot of people who hadn't played the games were super put off by like the their very Hollywood version of the song "Take on Me" um, for the <laughs> commercial for the big trailer. But "Take on Me." is a big deal in the second game and i love that they kind of took that and now they're using the 80s songs for firefly codes at the end and that's and specifically for the firefly danger codes yes like absolutely brilliant yeah danger is 80s is danger oh when, yeah when the fucking uh so when, the code, <laughs> when the patch mode kicks in like that's a great moment 
Yeah. Um, and I'm hoping some of these songs get the Stranger Things treatment. We get a running up the hill moment for some of these songs. Cause, oh, yeah. Get them some, yeah. New, uh, yeah. some new popularity. Yeah, for sure. Oh, incidentally, both the, uh, both of the orchestral remixes from Stranger Things are both on YouTube. Ooh. The Running Up That Hill and um, Strange Worlds is um, the, the Journey the journey song. It was, uh, oh God, that's like one of my favorite songs. I can't remember the name of it, but I did think it was weird that that one didn't get this the Running Up the Hill treatment. I was like, that remix is, re that orchestra really mix good. is really good. <laughs> yeah. I love that song. Um, but yeah, that, it's just all these small details are absolutely heartbreaking but they're so well just woven in like neil Druck neil Druckmann is really like he's on the ground with the development of the show he's yeah. like this yeah. is what we're doing this is maybe some stuff like there's stuff in there from like from the dlc from some of the comics like it's it's so good yeah. What's cool too is like I watch. Um, first off, one of the things I love about HBO Max is they did this with um, Winning Time as well, um, where if you watch the whole episode and you just let it play through the credits, it gives you behind the scenes stuff after the episode. Really? Yeah. Um, so go back and watch episode one and episode two. Well, you don't have to watch the whole thing if you don't want to, but like go to the credits and just let them roll and it gives you behind the scenes shit. So in the, at, at the end of the second episode, they go into the people who played the clickers in the second episode. Those are all fans of the game. Oh, and, yes. And the, and the reason why they chose fans of the game was because they were familiar with the kind of body movements that the clickers made and yep. it made it more authentic. And I was like, that's dope that you're bringing in like awesome. actual fans. That's yeah. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. But like if you're a behind the scenes fan, like I know Rambo is, I know oh, MC I is. Yeah. Stuff. Like that you guys will really dig that. It okay. really gives a lot of extra like. Well, and also, too, for somebody like me that still is like this nine year old child on the inside when they watch his horror <laughs> movies and needs it to be like explained to him so it's not as scary, like mm -hmm. watching them talk about the makeup and stuff, I'm like, okay, good. It's not real. It's not real mushroom <laughs> monsters. Real. Thank God. Real. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I can't, um, it's so crazy. Like, the only the thing that I'm watching right now, and please don't make fun of me when I say this, but uh, I just watched season one of The Boys. <laughs> hey. Why would you make fun of you for that? It, uh, yeah, this is not it the show scared for that. Yeah. the shit out of me. Like, I was walking around the next day like, Homelander's not real. He's not real. Nothing's going to happen. <laughs> like, it scared the shit out of me. It was so yeah. scary. That was, you know what's funny that you say that? Um, You know what show oddly scared the shit out of me? And not, like, outwardly, but it seeped into my dreams. Was fucking Jessica Jones. The first episode really? of the first season of Jessica Jones. Because they they don't show you purple man in the first That's episode true. it's yeah. all lead up so like i watched the first episode i was like oh that's a good first episode okay good night go to sleep and my whole dream is like everybody talking about purple man and being like purple oh, man's God. coming up and i'm like who the fuck is this guy why is he gonna kill me like it was yeah oh no <laughs> he uh he played the shit out of that role like Absolutely. didn't know oh, anything God. about jessica jones yeah. And I I was terrified. Like he yeah. oof, oof. And fingers crossed he said he's open to coming back. I should, hope so. I hope so. Should, should should you know should there be a plan for them in the MCU? Make it happen, Kevin return. Feige. Come on. Back up that big truck of money. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Give me it. <laughs> yeah. Um so just overall takes on this yeah. so far, like um well, MC Can I ask Rainbow? something? Well, yeah, can, can I can I ask cuz like as someone who is just unfamiliar 
um unfamiliar with the game because i haven't played in so long and i literally don't remember it mm-hmm. like are there things because this is a thing we always talk about whenever we talk about you know adaptations of one thing into another like are there any major like like noticeable differences as you know people who have played the games and are familiar with it with the tv show to this point or is it literally is this like kind of the best version of an adaptation as far as what the game was and what we've gotten through the two episodes i um i do think it is the best adaptation like the biggest change that they've made is changing the way the virus spreads and what but they've worked it in and honestly this is is probably the best at this is gonna i think this might be the new bar for at least video game adaptations it is so good and i um i feel like uh one thing that's been kind of blowing me is that people are like oh this is the first one that like makes sense it's like Y'all obviously didn't see Sonic. You didn't see Detective Pikachu. I just like, said that in the chat. <laughs> he literally just put that in the chat, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You didn't see Sonic. You didn't see Detective Pikachu. Like, so it's Halo, for yeah, no reason. Halo, but, yeah. but as far as, like, you know, our prestige television, like, it's very good. And I'm also um, a Game of Thrones uh, filthy book reader. So even <laughs> that, like, I mean, Game of Thrones, you'd we've talked it to death at this point but um uh um house of the dragon is very very good i was prepared to hate watch it but it's excellent um but this is it's one for one it is so good um there but yeah that i think is probably the biggest change other stuff that they've changed is like little stuff um like for example uh the car accident that happens in the first episode um in the game it's that they kind of do a fake out actually it's a cross it's that intersection and the truck another truck hits them and in the show they made it a plane crashing terrifying great change fantastic like you can feel that oh no like this is this it's like it's like the snap like no Mm. planes are falling out of the sky we're done we're this is it it's crazy one and it also it also doubles up on that 9-11 hysteria yes yes because it's a fucking 747 yeah fucking planes again basically yeah yeah Mm -hmm. yeah and so it really hits home like fuck is this a terrorist thing Yeah. yeah i'm trying to think of i know we talked about it on the podcast and i'm blanking on it right now of other things that i have read or watched the other versions of and when they did like a like a big screen adaptation or a series, they changed something about it. And I was like, okay, this is different, but well, I like it because now it's keeping Halo. on my toes. No, well, yeah, Halo, Halo. They fucked ha- it up. Halo's Halo's weird though because like it's bad. It- I for those who are really <laughs> passionate gamer fans of Halo. See there, there you go. Oh, I was like any, I was anybody, <laughs> anybody who really played that game and watched that series and didn't like it, I couldn't uh, say shit to, because I only played it in passing. I played the first two, and I was like, these are cool. I like these games, and then I watched the series. Damn. But I didn't have a love for the original Halo. I was just like, it was a game. It was, it, it was a thing. And then like, I liked yeah. the series. I thought it was fun. I thought it was interesting. I thought it was different. And there were enough things that I was like, oh, this is fucking like watching the video game on Dude, in a movie. I was. Livid! Livid! I was so mad. I was so excited. They have been trying to make Halo for years. Like, this is my original re-owned copy of Halo. Like, I... 
I was so upset. Yeah. There were certain things about it that I was, it gave me that like nostalgia. I was like, ooh, it has the sound effect of his shield recharging. And this looks exactly. cool. And then like from the story, I, as soon as he took his helmet off, I was like, ooh, was people out. are going to be mad. I was out. Real mad. Yeah. yeah. And like, like for somebody who wasn't a huge he... Halo fan, there were a lot of things I liked. I know Rambo mentioned there were a lot of things that he liked about it too. Yeah. But like, oh, it's, it was it's, infuriating. It's fucked up to have a give, series. <laughs> yeah. I did not give a quarter fuck about those games. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, yeah. <laughs> like if you, like, um, oh god, this happens to me all the time with like remakes of movies because like, like, like with you, Rambo. Like you know, I'll like say, oh, a movie was good, and then you guys will be like, hang on. The original came out in 1987. That, that happens on the podcast too. Oh, so Amani's Amani's gonna be part of the "Here's Why You're Wrong" Mike crew. Okay, and I'm just so like, is that movie not good? Amani, what I happens is a lot of times. Eight. I'm sorry. A lot of times, what ends up happening is, is I'll watch something. I'm like, oh, I liked it, and then Rambo and MC are both just like, "Here's why it fucking sucked," and I'm like, "Oh, well, but, thanks, well, guys." But, but what we never do, what we never do, is go. Um, well, it's nice that you liked it, but, or say that you're actually full of shit. It's just like, cool, man. Uh, here are all the problems I had with. Yeah, and that's, and that's fine. It's kind of, it's, uh, it's, you know, it's nerd growth. Yeah. Being like, oh, they don't like it and that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, Halo, oh God. And like. I, um, like the first, like one through three, I know, like, like I can close my eyes and I just play Halo, but the newer stuff I'm a little out of. And my sister, we were like, before the show started, I was like, are we going to do this? And she was like, you remember what happened with Assassin's Creed? And I was like, yes, I do. But <laughs> are we going to do this? And we watched like the first two episodes and it was like, all right, I know. He took his helmet off. Why is Halsey already here? How <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. You don't find that out till like the if you play the special edition of the third game, there are like some secret messages. It no, it's ugh. the For first game. Second, I forgot the doctor's name was Halsey, and I thought you were talking about the, oh, yeah, music. the singer. <laughs> no, 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 not the musician Halsey. Halsey shows up, you know, Doctor Halsey. I'm like, I don't think anybody. That is how I felt about what's the same showing up in uh, Game of Thrones, though, for no reason. Oh, oh, uh, Ed Sheeran. I like what are, we have time for this? What are we doing? And we're gonna sing a song too, huh? I'm okay. sure you guys have already done that, but if you ever want to yell about Game of Thrones again, call me. I'm. <laughs> I'll never be over it. I'll never be over it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man i think the one that we all like equally were just confused and befuddled and frustrated with was uh the book of boba fett we all were like it started off the first three episodes we're That's like one. I, yeah i cut, i liked it <laughs> that's the thing i didn't dislike it it was just like we it set us up for something and i was yeah. expecting the godfather in space because he's just like i'm gonna build a crime network i'm gonna build a crime syndicate i'm gonna get my revenge for these guys kicking my ass because apparently i'm the baddest badass and i suck yeah just didn't do that <laughs> it's not like it's not like oh this is what i thought it was going to be and so this is not and it's not what it is so i'm mad no no it's what they kept setting up in the yeah. fucking show yeah. yeah and really it was just like no, Boba just wants to 
He just wants to hang out. He wants to have a pet Rancor. He wants to ride the Rancor. Like like, (laughs) that could be cool. Even that um, could be cool. This thing of like like an un like an unpaid off, unforgiven, where like mm -hmm. all he wants to do is retire, but he keeps getting pulled back into it. Yeah. But even that's not what we got. I honestly (laughs) that's one of the ones where people say they don't like it. And I'm like, okay, yeah, I see it. I the best it. line, the best line is still when the guy's telling him about the Rancor and B- Boba just looks at him, like just kind of has that thousand mile stare and he goes, I want to ride one. <laughs> and you're like, what? I, I want to ride a, I want to ride a Rancor. And like, why, why can't I ride a Rancor? It's like, yeah. have you ever watched the, um, the series that Kevin Smith did, the evenings with uh, Kevin Smith, where he talks mm-hmm. about like, he does these interview series um, where he does like a panel thing where he's like going around to various places and he talks about his interactions with Prince. And he talks about how after he made Dogma, Prince was like, I want you to film this documentary of me talking about how much I love God. And he's like, really, Prince? Okay, cool, fine, whatever. So he goes and he does it. And at one point, like Prince is just being kind of Prince. He's being Prince about it, being kind of a dick. And like, he's talking to Prince's like executive assistant. And he's like, why is this dude like this? And she's like, you have to understand the way Prince functions. He'll be like, okay, I want a giraffe. And they're like, Prince, you live in, in Minnesota. And he's like, why can't I have a giraffe? Yeah. I want a giraffe. Tuesday, yeah. Man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and like, that's the way Boba Fett was like, he's like, I want a Rancor. I, I want one. Let me ride it. Yeah. And Give like, cause I, um, cause Mando is so good. I love that show. It's um, like, I get the glossiness of new Star Wars, but it's still old Star Wars. It's, it's great. Um. Uh, you know what? You guys might are probably the guys to ask. Should I give Andor another shot? Fucking yes. I watched the first episode and I was like, "Listen, I, I will say this." <laughs> yes. Watch the first three. Watch the first three because it's basically done as I, I still need to finish it, mm-hmm. but it's basically done as it's because it's nine episodes total, right, Mike? Yeah. It's, I it's believe so. Three three episode arcs. Okay. So the first three episodes is the first is basically like act one, first arc complete. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it it itself is a complete Oh no, arc. there's twelve, so it's a it's a four. There's twelve okay, so it's then it's yeah. four. Then it's, okay. then it's four four uh, okay. uh, uh, Did arc. you did um, you like Rogue One? Yes, love Rogue One, which is why I was like, this is kinda can we do we have time for this? Come on. <laughs> He's coming. Oh it's it's uh <laughs> It's it. Uh, the reason I haven't finished it's a fucking downer. Like I got that. Is, <laughs> okay, maybe I'll wait because I don't know if. But I it's like that. It's like downer. The boys and the last of us. Oh no, no, no! <laughs> you won't. That's a lot. No, I can't. No, that. That can be a no! Lot. Please, yeah. Amani, don't do that to yourself. You, like that's you a lot. You, you can you can treat yourself after you finish one of those seasons with a Paddington movie. Um, <laughs> like a nice. Yes, Paddington. Like a a sorbet, like a palate cleanser, you know? I'll watch The Princess Diaries after I finish season two of The Boys. (laughs) Let me me just say this about Andor. Um, It's a downer. It's a bummer. It's a downer. It's a bummer. Hope. Mm. It's a downer. It's a bummer. It's a downer. It's a bummer. Hope. And it does that pattern and you get it and it it really nails it. And like it adds this dark gritty contextual layer to the star wars universe that's been missing for a while yeah of where you see where everybody else in the universe exists other than the elite because the elite are the jedi and 
you're in, and your people like um like um bail organa and like all of the senators and shit like that and we get some yeah. of that in this right but you get all of the people that make this world exist not yeah. just the elite and it's okay. like and you can have both you can have both this gritty dark undertone to it and then you can also have like the fanciful wizards fighting wizard jedi yeah. shit like it yeah yeah okay yeah, yeah. I need to get give it some it. time don't watch this with the last yeah, of us because you'll be like <laughs> not at the same time <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> uh, no um, it's, the, it's the advice i gave to uh to elvin uh when he was watching when he was binging mad men oh. i was like queue up an equivalent number of cat videos yes um and just mad men. Each one between the episodes <laughs> like i came into mad men for like the clothes and oh and then i was like oh <laughs> A friend of mine, a friend of mine was like, we were, we had been talking about it and she was like, oh, sure, I'll give it a shot. And the last time I saw her, I was like, so did you watch any of it? She's like, yeah, it's so racist. I'm like, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's Madison the Avenue thing. in the sixties. Yeah. Were you not prepared for that? I don't understand. Yeah. <laughs> like, how is this a shock to you? Yeah. I feel like, um. I, I, it's always weird trying to recommend those shows that you really want to recommend to somebody, but it's like you need to give them a warning. And yeah. uh, I do that with Steven Universe. I'm like, Steven Universe is so good. But after about 20 episodes, it gets really real for no reason. <laughs> yeah, MC was saying that. Like, that, like you're watching it and it's like this fun cartoon and then all it's of a really sudden... It's really cute. And then it's like, oh, trauma from your parents. It's like, oh, <laughs> oh no. One? Uh, Steven, Steven Universe. Universe. Oh, yeah, yeah. Holy Which shit, keeps yes. tricking me. I'm like, you know, I haven't watched Steven Universe in a minute. And then I watch a couple episodes and I'm like, this is why I don't watch yeah. Steven Universe. <laughs> like, oh, this is cool. And you're like, oh, you're dealing with like war and potential genocide. Yeah. And, and like, hey, sometimes like, your shit. mom's an asshole. Sometimes yeah. your mom's an asshole. And that's fine. And, you know, she'll just start a whole, <laughs> she'll just start a whole war. A whole war. <laughs> just because she wasn't feeling it. So yeah. cool. <laughs> it's, it's so good, but it'll, it'll fuck you up. <laughs> to, a, to a much lesser degree, but still will have. So, so I, I don't think it's, it's as like big and intense but it's much more of a, a a sort of omnipresent like hey this is sad why is it sad all of a sudden mm -hmm. um adventure time yes adventure oh time. my god <laughs> adventure I... time will have you like this is so fun and silly and weird it's and so like, fun until bacon pancakes bacon, bacon bacon pancakes why hey the... and then an episode about dementia like yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah. What, oh wait. What's what's going on with the ice cream? So it. Just, oh no. <laughs> yeah. Regular show kind of got like that too, but near the end, it was like, no, let's deal with like real emotions really quick. Yeah. Like, what are we actually talking about? And I was like, oh no. Dude, even even uh, what's it called? Um, crap. Why am I blanking on his name? Uh, the the, the cat and the fish. Um. Oh, Gumball. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. Fucking Adventures of Gumball does that shit too. Yeah, it does. That shit's like, crazy. The I whole, love that show. The whole concept of Darwin is basically like he was a fish that wanted to be a boy and then yes. he just willed his way into existence. And I was like, yes. this is this is some fanciful Pinocchio shit, but this is heartbreaking. Like Oh god, talk about yeah. a bad adaptation. Ugh. Oh man. What, Pinocchio. Oh, Pinocchio. No. <laughs> Pinocchio, yeah. You're talking about Tom Hanks's horrible accent. It's I mean, so bad. Hey, just, I'm a Tom like, Hanks, and I like a puppet. He's a so nice. Like I um, 
I'm one of the I'm one of the freaks who liked Aladdin. I thought Aladdin was really good. Oof, um, I know, I know, I know. Uh, the Lion Aladdin's King name was out uh, your motherfucking mouth. An abomination. The Lion King was that was God. Uh, I just have no interest. I get it. I totally get it. I totally get it. Well, you know what? That's not true because I see the cast and I'm like, that's a phenomenal cast. Oh, Lion King was. Yeah, and then I, but then I think about watching the movie. I'm like, okay, so you're gonna take everything, every ounce of charm and and visual interest. Yep. And suck that out of the movie. That's the problem. All we have, like, just do a radio play. Do a fucking radio play. I um I saw them the same night. I saw and I saw Lion King second. I saw um Aladdin first. And seeing Aladdin, it's like all the stuff they did with the boo. It's like, oh, you guys can do this animation. You just don't want to. You chose yeah. not to for yeah. some strange reason. And then I just saw um the uh Guardians Christmas special. Cosmo's facial animation is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Like she's a dog. Also, it's a girl. Love that. Um, she's a dog, but you can see that they like, you know, gave her some human expressions in the live live action Lion King. They don't do that at all. No. And it's it takes, ev- like, I just can't wait to be king is one of the most beautiful animated sequences. Period. And they just suck it all out. They're like, no. It's ugh. Yeah, they sing can you feel the love tonight? And it's bright as daylight. I can't. I can't it's funny, do it. I hadn't even thought about that, but like, yeah, that whole sequence is not based it's cool. in not at all. Uh, uh, like a, a practical reality. It is yeah. very much a, well, it's, a kid. it's very much like an, I call it Aladdin style, like genie type sequence. Yeah. Um, and they just. I never thought about that. With it's life. bad. Ugh. Um, yeah, it's bad. Let's uh, let's do this. We'll go ahead and close up shop on this one with uh, kind of our last thoughts on uh, The Last of Us. Um, uh, the first two episodes that we've seen. Um, one of the things that was really disturbing about it is when Tess basically sacrifices herself. Mm-hmm. And she's just like, all right, y'all get out of here. And all of those zombies, for lack of a better term, show up and they see her. And instead of like feasting on her, they're just like, yep. they're like, wait a minute, you're one of us. Hang on, girl, come here. Let me show you something. It's, it's like, worse. That, that kiss was unsettling. <laughs> it was, that was, I it turned was, away. Honestly, I was like, ah, we didn't need to do all that. But at the same time, I feel like she knew she was like, go ahead, do this. Because once I get this lighter going, y'all are fucked. Yeah. Like that was um, that's a good change too. uh, in the um, to have it so that the uh, fireflies that they are supposed to meet end up kind of they killed each other because it was like a Mexican. Somebody was infected and they didn't know who yeah. it was a whole thing. In the game, um, they're killed by Fedra agents. So, like, Fedra still obviously matters, but they're kind of, we're pulling out of, like, we don't need to be doing all of that. Because, like you said, we're kind of, we're not, like, no, action, action, action right away. We're really easing into it. Because that's, like, the first, I'd say, action set piece in the game. You have to escape Fedra agents to get out of the um, Boston uh, capital. So, I, um... I now want to have Fedra agents like attacking the zombies or attacking like Joel and then like looking at each other and going, Ferda. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, I need to finish Letter Kenny. Damn. There's a movie called uh, Antlers. And is that good? I still haven't it is seen very it yet. Good. It's very, very it's good. It's been on my watch list forever. They do something that I think is a stroke of genius um, because it, it's not a movie with a huge budget. 
but it looks very expensive. All of the makeup and effects look fucking gorgeous. And one of the ways they're able to do this, and I think I, I bring this up because yeah. I think it was a really clever way that they did that whole sequence of fireflies uh, in in the, the second episode, is to have that sequence play out, you are spending a lot of money choreo choreographing things, you're spending a lot of money um, doing all the individual setups for the shots, um, when really all that needs to happen is they arrive, like, like Joel, Tess, and Ellie show up and everybody's dead. That's all that has to happen. Mm -hmm. um, Antlers, what they'll do is they won't show you the monster killing people initially. You just see the aftermath. Yeah. So like someone okay. will come into a room and find a body and it is a terrifying looking image. Um, oh, it's on Hulu. Okay. Yes, it is on Hulu. And, like, okay. and it's very much worth your time. Um, so you just see what's happened. And that is, from a production standpoint, way cheaper because they're not making a prosthetic. They're building a sculpture. Mm -hmm. um, and because they're not spending it, having to spend as much time or, time or money on it, you can actually also spend, see, like, spend less money to get a better result. Um, so it's this really mm -hmm. slick conservation of resources to actually make the storytelling better and more effective. Yeah. Um, and I, I really appreciate that. Um, spoiler, not spoiler, you do see the monster toward the end of the movie and it is fucked up. Oh yeah, um, I'm sure. <laughs> but, but yeah, the, the, by, by doing things like, um, like, you know, knowing where you can cut those corners. Mm-hmm. You can have things like the clickers and have them show up and be really fucking scary and look really goddamn good. Um, you could you can have things like what man of mine are coming uh, and <laughs> showing up. What's 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 coming? What, what do I need? What um, do I need to to wipe I mean, from my brain after watching? Truth this? Be told, <laughs> if you watch the trailer, you watch the full trailer. You got a yeah. quick glimpse of it. Um, yeah. Yeah, well, like, I, I got a feeling that they, um, when Ellie and Tess and Joel are walking through the city and like, Ellie's asking all the questions. Uh, first off, uh, side question for those who play the game. Is Ellie as foul-mouthed in the game as she is in, in this show? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Not, I'm not, I'm not prudish about language as we curse on this fucking show all the time, but like, it was not off-putting for me, but it was just like, man, this girl loves cussing. And like, yeah. I kind of appreciate that is because, you know, I was 14 once and I like saying the F word. It's great. Yeah. And um, like, I was... Sorry. No, no, that was it. Yeah. Uh, it was in some some video that I watched, like a TikTok. I don't know. I watched too many things. Um, but uh, they said that um, Ellie, like she was born into this world, like she's fourteen years old. So yeah. she, like she can, she's still making jokes because this is what it's always been like for her. Like, it's okay. This may be a little too real, so cut it if you like. Um, but I feel like it's a lot like uh, Gen Z, like making like school shooting jokes. It's like, oh, oh that's yeah, inappropriate, absolutely. but no, it, not yeah, for them. That, yeah, that's exactly. Exactly. Like, oh, yeah. Shit. You can't you can't get mad at somebody for making jokes about something when we force them to go to school and have to do shooter drills and yeah. talk about having bulletproof backpacks and shit. Yeah. So like, yeah. yeah. So yeah, I was like, that's a it's an excellent touch. Like, of course, yeah. she's like, because one, she's 14 and yeah. this is just what it's always been yes. so 
so I brought that up to bring up this point. She's talking to Tess and Joel about the different types of zombies, infected, I think is what they call them. And yeah. she's like, oh, and there's bursters or super plague spreaders or whatever, and it just explodes into a pile of spores. And I feel like they didn't answer her directly for a reason. Nope because that is real and they because they weren't like ah that's bullshit no they were just like they just didn't say a word and i'm yeah. thinking well, that we well, haven't seen the most horrifying shit yet she mentions two things yeah she says that and tess says god i hope not but then she describes a clicker and mm -hmm. that's when they don't respond yeah and that's when they both get quiet and tess looks at joel like do we, we should, should we tell her? Yeah. <laughs> because, uh, One, yes, we are, fucking should, because she's going to see yeah. <laughs> yeah. We've, um, I think we've got two levels of infected that we haven't seen. Um, one we may not see till season two, depending on where they choose to cut it. So, yeah. Yeah. I'm really yeah. kind of surprised <laughs> that they didn't, like, go through this and do... Not saying I could solve the the the, the infected problem, but like, why are there not more flamethrowers? Like, you know? I feel like that would kill a lot of this problem because they say that you know they can't survive in heat. So, have a little fire, scarecrow. You know, like let's That's burn these. You know, yeah. it may. I think uh, it's just that is uh, maybe a contrivance of the game. Yeah. Like, well, no, because if there are flamethrowers, Fedra has them. The governments right. have them no. because there's no fuel production lying around and yeah. supplies are getting lower and lower and lower so and on top of that like what better way to control the populace than to keep this everlasting threat of infect yeah it's the whole like honestly yep. there, there's so much subtext going on here with like what our society is like anyways as far as yeah. like, the government trying to control people with a everlasting threat like it's yeah never-ending yeah. war mm, that, haven't heard of that fuck mm -hmm. that doesn't happen yeah, yeah. either way it's, it's so good, good shit the last of the last of us is definitely worth your time for anybody who's stuck through this and heard us spoil the shit out of it watch it anyways yeah. it's still fucking watch it anyways uh yeah. play it anyway um the like actual after uh the last of us 2 came out they did like a full ground up rebuild of the first game because it was from 2013 mm -hmm. so the last of us part one and part two play the game now is the way to play it like they overhauled the controls in the first one so it's a little bit more like responsive and stuff like that they had a lot of great accessibility features play it play yeah. it watch it yeah. prepare to be miserable <laughs> it's yeah. free to download if you have playstation plus yes right yes oh, it shit. is well there you go um amani thank you yes of thank course. you so much for for joining us for this would you like to stick around for episode two sure yeah okay um we talked about in a previous episode with our guest megan layer about um Dungeons and Dragons and Hasbro and Wizards of the Coast just pulling some <laughs> dumb shit. Um, yeah. So we got some updates on that, courtesy of Mr. James Rambo. Um, and we're going to be talking about um, other seemingly great business ideas that fucking blew up in companies' faces. So stay tuned for that. We'll have that episode uh, coming up next for you. Uh, but big thanks to Amani again. Thank you for joining us. Um, but also to James Rambo, to MC Brooks for everything that they do. And a big thank you all to out, uh, who are out there listening and sharing uh, all of our content. We really appreciate it. We really truly do. You make this lovely thing that we do um, that much more fun uh, to know that there's others joining us along the way. So again, we love you. We appreciate you. And remember... Together, there are no heights that we can't reach.
Thank you for listening to GGR Pirate Radio. Make sure you check out our website, greatgeekrefuge.com, for all of our awesome articles and wonderful podcasts. This has been Pirate Radio Network production, Juice Bags. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, boy!